Now, hey guys, welcome back to the Infinite Adventures podcast. Now, before I start, I do want to give a quick shout out to a good friend of the show. Well, he hasn't appeared in this show, um, Infinite Adventures. He did uh, show up in one of our episodes on our second podcast that we used to run called Infinite Canvas with me and John. And his name is Joseph Fisher. And the reason I want to give him a big shout out is because today we'll be using a song that he wrote called Lapis Lazuli. Again, he's such a great guy. He has given us permission to use these songs that he has written himself. And again, I want to give him a quick shout out because of it. If you're interested in the song you listen to today, which is which will be the song that is playing throughout the episode, um, you can go ahead and look him up on SoundCloud. I think that's his primary uh, his primary account where he shows off the different type of music he has and you can find them in uh you can find them in soundcloud like i said uh you can search a study in expression which hopefully i get that right because i think i got that wrong last time to give him a shout out which uh, john corrected me in uh during the intro but yeah you can find them on soundcloud like i said a study in expression great music again if you enjoy the song that plays throughout the episode today you can find music just like that and even better ones in his SoundCloud. Uh, second thing, um, today's episode is going to be a short episode. Uh, we really had to get an episode recorded, and we just didn't have that much time to record a very long episode. So we ended up having to record a short one. Uh, but I will say, uh, we were kind of happy with the episode that came out or what we recorded. And I think that if we made it any longer, it would have been too much. And I think where we ended was a perfect ending to this episode. So I hope you do enjoy. And um, don't worry, the next two episodes, they've already, we've pre-recorded a few episodes. And I can guarantee these next few episodes are going to be a little bit on the longer side. Especially this last episode I recorded went a little bit long, but we had so much fun recording it. And I can't wait until that episode goes up on um on our account and third and final thing uh before we get to the quick recap and i'll make it a quick 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 recap okay i have i've been trying to figure out a way to get you guys our fans our listeners to interact with the show a little bit more and so i decided to give y'all that opportunity basically uh i created a separate uh gmail account that we me and John use for our personal accounts. And um, I opened that up because I want to give you a chance, like I said, to be able to affect the show or interact with the show. And I want you to help us out by giving us crit cards and, and fumble cards ideas. We do, I do use the ones that I find online. I think, I don't know if they're specifically made by Paizo um, or if they're a third party company that makes them, but they're not that okay i wouldn't say fun they're just not mind-blowing in another sense and um i know some of y'all can come up with uh better crit ideas or better fumble ideas and i like i said i really want to give y'all the opportunity to help us out or help affect the story that's being told in our games and you can send us your ideas for critical fumble cards or critical hit cards and um, you don't have to send one of each. You can send one 
if you want for crit hits and one for crit fumbles. If you want, you can send 10 for crit hits and 10 for crit or crit fumbles. It doesn't matter. There's no restriction. And if you like, you can leave your name or maybe even your username. If you don't want to have your name, shout out. And we'll give you a shout out whenever that time comes. Uh, like I said, I really want to make the listeners, you guys, more uh, be able to interact with us. And maybe even affect stories. And I thought the best way to do that was by, you know, giving you the chance to critically kill one of the PCs if they were to ever fumble or maybe help them and help them defeat this amazing boss or difficult boss when they critically hit it. And like I said, something like that, I, I can see being so much fun. And with you got with y'all guys help, it can be so much fun. Uh, I don't even know if I even gave you the email, but uh, the email will be in the description. You can send it to and um, and the email is actually the infinite adventures at gmail.com. I couldn't get infinite adventures for some reason. I guess that it's taken by someone. So I got the infinite adventures at gmail.com. Any ideas you have for a critical fumble or a critical hit card, send it to that. We won't be using them for a couple of episodes because like I did say, we did pre-record a few episodes and or we do pre-record a few episodes ahead of time. So they won't be used in the next few, few episodes. But I make sure that whenever we do start using them, I'll make sure to give a quick shout out at the beginning uh, telling you that, hey, we're using your critical fumbles or critical uh, hit cards. And during the episode, if anyone were to critically fail or critically hit, uh, we will also give you a shout out for whoever sent us that crit card or crit fumble. And like I said, if you don't want us to shout out your name, um, then you can leave a username if you want. Um, and if you don't want us to shout out your last name, just don't add your last name and we will shout you out for your last. Name. But other than that, um, let's get to the really, really quick recap because I want you to get into the show and don't want you to waste any more time if you have not already skipped through the intro. Last time on Strange Eons, as the party continued forward through Fort Hellcourse, they encountered a dining room full of scums that waited for them to enter the door because they weren't that stealthy at unlocking the door. They tried like 60 times and... When they finally did, they were surprised that, oh, how did not how did my stealth check not work? Well, maybe because it took you like 60 turns to do it. Exaggeration, but my point still goes through. And even though they were not successful in, in stealthily entering the room, they still ended up pretty much wiping the floor with the scums. And after the activation of a few traps here and there, um, Nestle got hit by a, f- a little bit of a poison needle and felt unconscious. There they decided to take a rest where they encountered this mysterious soul sliver lady who has been disguising herself as the constable of the fort. There they fought off a few scums and the lady soul sliver but did not defeat them because during the last few minutes of the fight or few seconds of the fight the soul sliver lady managed to escape. After that, but during the battle, the party did take quite a bit of damage, and so they decided to hunker down 
in one of the barracks lo uh, located near the entrance of the fort. Uh, John's bright idea of leaving a few traps here and there in the form of glass bottles at the doorstep quite didn't work while well, during the middle of the night the same soul sliver lady entered the barracks that they were sleeping in. There the soul sliver lady gave John a choice. Live by leaving or die by staying. Two choices that are going to be a little bit hard for him to make. Especially since he's with two more people. What would they say about the choices? And also, what is with that weird dream Assad had? The creation of the Star Stellas. Where is that coming from? Some choices will be made. And hopefully, they're not the wrong choices. So without any further ado, here is episode 37. Please enjoy. Welcome back to the Infinite Adventures podcast. How are you guys doing today? I am doing good, and I have a little conspiracy theory going on, which I've already discussed about, but I think we can, we can put that aside for a second. Okay, teasing the audience. I like it. <laughs> conspiracy. I'm not yeah. bad. I'm finding John's uh, little conspiracy theory completely ridiculous, but I'm not bad. <laughs> It's I fine. Know. I already don't. Under, I don't. I don't think it's a valid uh, theory anymore. But I still want to get it off my chest. I don't remember his conspiracy theory. Well, his conspiracy theories are always the same. Uh, <laughs> this person's it's a, and then this oh, person's one. gonna turn on us. So I mean, just just throw a rock at one of those two. I'm pretty sure it was one of those. Oh I shit! Thought we were, I thought oh. we were talking about his conspiracy theory about the sword. Yeah, no, this is a different... Oh, shit, I just realized I brought both these concerns up. So, um, I'm... Uh, a mini theory, really quick. I did think that uh, either Kel or um, or uh, Winter are going to be horribly uh, corrupted by a monster off-screen, and we'll end up dealing with that later because it just feels right. I don't know. Uh, but the other one is that... Um, the other day, I was researching on fate and destiny, and I happened to have come across something called the Red String of Destiny. And as I'm reading this, I'm just like, huh, okay, the color red is associated with destiny, <gasps> just like the sword. And um, I did read more into it. It's a, Chinese, it's a Chinese proverb about how um, people who are fated to meet each other are uh, connected with an invisible red string. Upon further reading it, though, however, I think it's exclusively about marriage, so that's why I kind of thought that the theory didn't make much sense anymore after the it, fact, it, it, because it too many people would have too many people would have been connected and i don't think that the chinese are into the polyamorous style of uh marriage uh no until you try well, actually i don't know about i think they i don't know i don't think the chinese are they don't seem to me like that kind of culture by the way um this is pretty off topic but haruhi suzumiya is terrif a terrifying little girl i'm sorry who i'm sorry what 
just kind of just kind of a really off topic statement of a character uh, yeah. a particular character from an anime called the melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya. And she Are you watching anime right now while person. we're recording? No. You should. I'm watching oh, YouTube things. <laughs> oh god. Specifically I was watching Ship Happens. Oh god. I see um, chips. Okay. So off topic. Let's get back on. So um yeah, so we are back, back again, back at this. What a wonderful ending we had last session. Um Yeah, I remember how we ended last session, correct? Uh yeah, I believe... just still asleep and uh we basically got told leave or die. Uh, uh yeah. I guess short short story made long. I mean, no, sorry, long story made short. Yes, uh, yeah, we're basically asked again to leave. But um, also, we did end with a particular uh, role from uh, mm. Justin. Um, he, during this conversation between uh, this mysterious woman who... Uh, um, as of right now, I'm, I am going to call, uh, uh, Padget, or, uh, So Sliver Padget, Padget, because I did say she ha- kind of had the same fe- features as the woman who answered the door, and the woman who answered the door announced herself as, um, Constable Padget. Um, so, during this conversation between Assad and her, she did mention that Assad had has killed Hershey. Well, well, she didn't say exactly Hershey. We can we can connect the dots. See, she said, uh, I think like Nestle's uh, master, Nestle's friend, and we all know that is Hershey. Uh, Blue, or specifically Justin, in Road Twenty kept ch- uh, making comments saying. I'm awake. I, I want to be awake. Uh, can I be awake? Am I awake? So, I guess I ended the session saying, okay, you know what? If you roll, roll a 1d100. If uh, you land on a certain uh, percentage, I think I, w- I would either uh, 50, 51 and up is going to be one thing, and then, you know, 50 down is another. Uh, the only thing is I didn't tell you which one is the you are awake and which one you are asleep. Uh, if I remember correctly, you rode a 72? 70 on the dot. A 70? Okay. And I went ahead and sent Don, who was a third party member here, because he was not, you know, he, no reason for him to lie. Um, I told him what results would be, uh, would, would be that you are awake during this last few um, minutes of this conversation. Okay, but before we answer that question, I want to jump into Nestle's head. So, this is a few minutes into uh, this whole conversation that's happening. Or it could be towards the middle of this conversation or a little bit after. I mean, sorry, before. And, uh, Blue, you, unlike Assad, are having a wonderful dream. 
you are back at the academy where you studied with Hershey. And you're actually dreaming this uh, the moment that you had the flashback when you when you got your rapier or Hershey's rapier back at the pier. And it's you sitting outside on a bench and Hershey's out in the courtyard and he's showing you this new technique he has mastered and that is basically using the ability of the sword and he is and he is dancing around with the sword or his movements are so graceful it's like he's dancing and he's showing you like look this is what the sword allows me to do now and basically he's showing you how he can re up repose and repair basically again you are amazed you've never seen him have this much skill with the rapier before and you are amazed and he goes over and he has the same conversation it's the exact same uh the what you're dreaming is exact exact same thing you saw in your vision he tells you how much he appreciates you how much he loves you how you're the closest thing to a son he's ever had and that one day that he wants to leave this whole academy to you because he feels like it's it's about time for him to retire right he won't leave your side he won't just pick up everything and just move to a different city no he's gonna stay with you at the academy he'll be there to continue mentoring you but he feels like he's done with taking these jobs that the he he doesn't feel like he's needed anymore that you've have completely mastered everything he can teach you 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 can be the one in charge now and he's telling you this but it doesn't end the same way okay and he in your dream he does walk out of the courtyard he's not you don't see the vision that you saw the first time where you saw Assad's fist go through his chest no you this ends happily it's one of the best dreams you've had in many 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 weeks emphasizing on the many's and it's 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 great but you start you start to hear voices in this dream and one of them sounds very familiar and it sounds like Assad's voice and in your dream it sounds like it's coming from every direction and you but you also hear a woman's voice and that's when you start realizing you you have that situation like I don't know if you ever had it in real life or any of you guys like you start hearing the outside world in your dream and then in your dream you re you realize oh I'm dreaming this is not real it's like I don't know if you ever had that situation but that's what you're going through it's like oh this is this is outside this is real world and you start you start to slowly come out of your sleep um like I said you rode to see if you wake up during the conversation or at the end of this conversation and you wrote a 70 so I sent Don the the note on uh on what he had a role to wake up um, and I don't know what actually 
Justin wants. Uh, like I said, I told Don uh, what results would uh, cause the outcome. Uh, Don, would you like to share with the audience what I said? Hi, he is awake. Oh, therefore, towards the last bit of your dream, you wake up. And the last few sentences you hear are this mysterious woman who we've decided to call uh, so Sliver Paget tell Assad, um, how long will Nestle trust you if he finds out that you've killed his friend? And also explaining how all they ha- all y'all have to do is just leave. Leave and y'all will live. There's no need for y'all to be here. And then you hear the sound of warping, I guess, like... <laughs> As she's basically sucked into a mirror. But as of right now, you are laying on your side, I'm guessing. But you are fully awake when you hear these last few uh, moments in the conversation. And Assad, this is the end of your uh, resting period, uh, your watch period. So... What do you do? Have I have I had a long rest? Uh, well, no, you've had uh about four hour rest. I think because Anya took the first shift, and so you're you're taking second shift. So, oh, and I you're at the end of your shift. Then. All right, uh, I'm already out of my health, but I'll just wait until. Uh, do you want to take my health back down or just leave it as it is? No, I mean you're good. Just don't okay. add it when you you do the full rest. Or my kill muscle, but whatever. Um. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. Today's going to be a wild ride, and I'm a little bit afraid to ask and see what's going on. And um, I'm kind of curious like... as to if Anya's <laughs> going to have to threaten you guys with death to get you to work together. <laughs> Look, here's the thing. Going into today's episode, I was thinking it more as like as an audience member, because of course I listen to my own fucking podcast. And I was just like, man, oh man, what is Sod, what are Sod and Nestle going to do? And then I realized... Fuck, I'm Assad. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um, <laughs> um, honestly, like, if it's just the end of his watch, uh, I would have to wake up and nestle for the next watch, wouldn't I? Uh, yes. And are you... Nestle, are you pretending to still be asleep, or are you making it known that you are awake? I am pretending to be asleep. Okay. I um, I think that his eyes are red at this point because he's like contemplating like the two options that he's really got, because he like, even though he said all that stuff about destiny and stuff, he really really wants to go back home, so he's he feels a bit conflicted, and so he's going to um, uh, walk around and he's going to pat uh, Nestle on the shoulder, and just uh, hey, um, your shift's up next. All right, I open my eyes, and uh, can I do a. Uh... Insight check. Sense motive. Yeah, sense motive. Okay, go for it. Anything particular you're trying to uh, investigate? Is he trying to say anything? Is he? Is anything bothering his mind? Okay, okay I see what you're trying to do. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. What was it? Sense motive. Mm-hmm. Where's that? Uh, Assad. Second question. Are you trying to hide it? No. Then you you see that he, he's he's contemplating something. 
Which you right. pretty much kind of have the understanding of because you did hear that last bit of conversation that him and Cell Sliver Paget had. Hey, Assad. Oh, what is it, bud? Hey, uh, something on your mind? Uh, uh, I mean, I don't know, Nestle. I don't know if me being around here is such a good idea anymore, honestly. I keep, I think I've mentioned wanting to leave countless times before, but those options are starting, that option is starting to sound really good right now. Leave? What for? Well, I have a home, you know, I have people waiting back for me at home, and honestly, whatever's going on here, like, it probably would be best to, I, because we're talking about, like, apocalypse level stuff here, Blue, and even if, even if what we're doing doesn't succeed, they'll die anyways, but I don't know, I just think that maybe it would be best for me to spend more, spend any last amount of time with them, but also the problem with that is the fact that if I leave, we might all die anyways, because I don't, I don't want to put that burden on somebody else. We've already made it this far, and I feel like I need to be here to stop whatever this is, and I just don't know what to do anymore, honestly. Hey, buddy. Just take one step at a time, you know? You don't have to rush it. You don't have to think too hard about it. Sometimes, you just gotta do what you have to do. And sometimes it means keeping true to who you are, you know? Providing an example for your children. Because when you come back, maybe you'll have a story to tell for him or her. Them? Uh, Them. <laughs> yeah, no, I talked to Kel. I found out it's two girls and a boy, so... Well, out of character, the boy would probably really like the story we've been building. Uh, to be fair, because oh, I know, to be fair, since I know the characters, I definitely know that the oldest daughter would also. <laughs> Nestle, I, I don't know if there's anybody that you're looking out for anything, but I just don't want to burden them with my death either. That's the thing that's really scaring me. Can you repeat that? Burden with what? Burdened with my death. I don't want them to think that I ran away and abandoned them when I... From what I can muster, I must have come here because of other reasons. Or maybe I did run away. I don't know. I just... I don't want them to... I don't want them to suffer for what I am doing now, is what it, what I want to say. And then, uh... He, uh... Kind of, like, starts to uh, move her to the other bed. And just, like, sit down. But, uh... I don't know. Um... Man, you know, I'm... I've noticed I'm very, <laughs> I'm very selfish, honestly. No, it's understandable. Who wouldn't want to go to the home to their family? Blue, is there anybody that, um, that you remember at all from any of your flashbacks, your memories? Anyone at all, like a father or? Yeah, right. I had a father, kind of. He took care of me. He was kind of there when uh, I needed him. He's kind of like shaking because he realizes that uh, he realizes you might be talking about Hershey. But you know, it's not about not about what uh, it's about what's going on. Ta taught me pretty much to find out the truth in the matter. An investigator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I get you. A little bit of a 
truth seeker, I see. Um, well, um, I, I don't, and he kind of like is hesitating. He realizes that he wants to tell Nestle. He really does want to tell him, but at the same time, he's scared too. He is, but he knows that he's going to find out the, in the next morning. So he wants to do some damage control now. Um, Nestle, um, I have to tell you, I, I don't want to believe that I did this of my own volition. I really don't. And I really don't think I did this of my own accord. This is something that was... I can't prove it, but I feel like this is something that I was forced to do. It's that damn book or something. I don't know. But um, I was... I had a dream. And I know it wasn't a dream, but uh, he, he's gonna, he doesn't want to tell Nelson that the lady came in here. Um, that the lady that we had fought was speaking to me and she had told me that I had done something horrible and I do want to reiterate I don't remember doing this and I feel intense remorse and I honestly don't believe that I I did this something was something compelled me to do this but that's why I I, I feel like it's a possibility that I might have killed him. I don't think I learned his name. Um, your father? Close his eyes and to, so he can think a little bit. And then he sighs a bit and he opens his eyes. To be fair, out of character, this would make a lot more sense why that ghost was saying murderer. <laughs> <laughs> that is 100% true. Which is why uh, Assad thinks he actually did it. Assad. I, after thinking about it for a while, we've seen a lot of strange stuff happen around here. Hell, we haven't known, apparently, three years of our lives when we were stuck in that asylum. And then up comes a book that can control things, control people and their minds. I don't know what's going on right now. But if you'd like, stay and help me find the cause of this. And he kind of like looks up at you as he says that, as you say that, and he's just—you can see—he's tearing up, and he's just like, "Ah, uh, uh, you—you're taking this rather well." Um, I've been thinking about it for a very long time. Wait, how long have you known then? I was thinking about it since, since the ch old church. I thought you had the memory before that. Uh, well, no, I mean, that was, what? That was that no, no, that wasn't in character. <laughs> no, but he, he had the he had the memory of it when we got our when we got our stuff at the cache, though, didn't we? Uh, that was after. Cause yeah, we had gone. Yeah, I had gone oh. to the church first. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Sorry. Um, you know, I realized that that might have been obvious, but and he puts his hand, he puts his arm out like a uh, fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger Predator movie style. Puts his arm out, and he's just like. Uh, kind of, you know, puts it out midair, kind of half expecting you to grab it. Nestle gets off the bed because he's been on the bed the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> and he grabs onto Assad's he's, arm. He's he's kneeling like a, he's like like one of those shit handshakes, but like not through an actual firm handshake, but like one through the. No, yeah, you wrist. grab like each other's wrist or something like that. Yeah, like that. I got yeah. you. Yeah, I was like, 
And then he's just like, so we have an agreement then? Yeah, um, definitely do. Oh my god. Okay, so uh, he, this kind of just comes to spur of the moment. He's like, I think this can play out to our advantage, though. This, this immediate situation, actually. Um, I'll tell you about it in the morning. I think I can. I think we can work something out. Well, all right then. Nice night. And then uh, he goes off to bed, and he like looks at Nestle, and he goes, "Good night, friend." Good night. <laughs> <laughs> and like that, I recover my health, and I now have sixty-nine health points. And then Nestle <laughs> lets your head off. I'm just kidding. Oh. Of uh, no, I was just joking. <laughs> I mean, you could. I mean, I could, but I'm not going to. It was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I have rewarded y'all accordingly. Hell yeah. Um, I got a David point. <laughs> so then, uh, so Nestle's shift comes and a few hours in. So yeah, you've Heard the news of what Assad feels like he truly did. At any... I'm just asking Justin here. At any moment. Do you feel like... Um, Nessa just sees Red Destiny right there. Assad is just laying there helplessly. Well... Nestle doesn't feel that because Nestle gave his word already. Okay. Yeah. You know, Justin. you act more like a chaotic neutral than a chaotic good. Wait, is mean, Nestle more like chaotic just neutral? neutral? Yeah, I'm, I'm neutral good. I was about to say, I didn't know you were chaotic. Not. <laughs> you, I mean, you have your little obsessions, but like those, I don't think that warrants a chaotic, honestly. Also, he doesn't really feel like it. <laughs> It'd be more effort to explain to Anya, to be honest, but that's let's not be honest. Okay, literally, all you would have to do is tell Anya that it was probably the mirror lady. Well, and no, you could have just done it and left. That yeah, too. That's true. Definitely, no, no, definitely neutral because a chaotic person would have would have done something. A neutral person's like, ah, uh, well, it's. I too mean, much come effort. on, at least draw on his face. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, this is something different. Maybe Nesso, when he had, in his quote-unquote past life or memory life, he was more of a chaotic, uh, there was more, uh, you know, chaos in his life. But this, basically you guys are, at least speaking for Assad and Nesso, are kind of new people with trying to make new memories. So... Uh, it can be that Nesso is now, with the help of Assad, is going more into just a true neutral character, or even like a neutral good character. Well, the thing is that also he probably like he probably doesn't know it himself, right? But since he learned it from Hershey, right? He learned from Hershey like to how to be a better person, so. Nestle's also thinking about Assad's family and stuff. How, like, if he killed him now, then... Or, well, at any time, then Assad's family would probably miss him. Mm. Okay, you had to rephrase so. that. 
Yeah, sorry. If I kill him now, I mean, ever. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I- I'm a very chaotic person, but it's hard to play. I can't No, I get you. And, 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 and like I said again, you're basically playing a... You, you're playing Nestle, but you're not playing the Nestle that you've thought of. Because, again, you've lost a lot of your memories. And, like, my favorite thing, and... Uh, in in Doctor Who, they had uh, I think like Peter Capaldi's last episode. They have a a thing where they says like, uh, what are people then other than their memories? And it's like, and that whole little arc really got to me. It's like, like yet yeah, our memories is what makes us who we are. And so, uh, you you are creating new memories. Repl- trying to. Uh, at least figure out your old old ones, but there's you're basically starting anew in a sense. You still do know you still st- you, you still know a lot of your past. I, I didn't say I wiped everything out. It's oh. like a lot of important memories have been taken away from you, but you know you have a family that lives underground. Uh, you probably don't know their name specifically, or they're fuzzy to you, but you know you have a family. You know. You went to an academy, all that stuff. But all of those important moments, the moments that make you who you are, have been taken away from all of y'all. Uh, or at least uh, you two plus Karagor when he was here. And it's usually those important moments that make you who you are. Speaking of Karagor, if he were still with the party, I'm fairly certain that by now he would have uh, figured out his original uh, plan by way of using that book. And, um, you guys would have been sacrificed this past night. Hey, I'm really, really glad that we got rid of Karagor. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, again, like I said, you're kind of playing somewhat of a new character in an old body. So it, it completely understands that if you feel like your character would shift alignments a bit, then that's totally valid. Hey, uh, dude. Yeah, I I don't want to undercut your eloquently made um, uh, metaphor, not metaphor, uh, but example, Doctor Who. But this also reminds me of a good old character from Unforgotten Realms, a <laughs> a, a comedy uh, animated YouTube series um, made by Robert uh, by Rob Moran, uh, in which in the first couple of episodes they introduce an axe, a talking axe. Uh, he didn't talk at first, but whatever. Uh, his name was Jock. And Jock uh, was French, and he was very annoying. Um, he, I, I, what alignment would you say he has? Like a chaotic neutral kind of alignment? He's, he's a chaotic jackass is what he is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so he yeah. would still help out the team, but he was still kind of a dick. Turns out, a couple of seasons later, when they go back in time, it turns out that uh, Jock was actually a shape-shifting creature known as a believer, which can become anything they want as long as they, uh, as long as they believe in it. And he was an assassin trying to kill the main characters. But at this time, the main characters, uh, Shmoopy and uh, Alumus, were learning how to do uh, different spells. And one of the spells they learned was a memory erasure spell. And so then Jock is boasting about how he can turn into anything. And the moment he's like starts shape-shifting into different things, turns into an axe, blasts him with the memory spell so he doesn't know he's a dragon. And he's stuck as an axe forever. And it's just a perfect moment to show you that somebody who's just pure evil can become a chaotic jackass later in life if they just don't remember who they are. 
<laughs> I think I'm just gonna edit your part out and just leave mine because mine was more emotional. <laughs> um, <laughs> you just totally brought the tone down. Um, <laughs> but... I just wanted to let you guys know that um, once me and David discussed it, it turned out that you guys were the uh, final key to Karagor becoming a lich. Oh, I'm really glad that we got rid of Karagor a long time ago, then. Wait, how are we the... Because with the loss of his memories, he lost what he wanted most in the world, and you have to sacrifice what you care about most in the world in order to become a lich. Oh my fucking god. It's just like the... It's like fucking Thanos with Gamora. No! No! <laughs> no, memory, no. <laughs> okay. So. Alright. Uh, the sun, uh, no, the moon sets, and the sun begins, oh wait, the moon never sets. What? The moon sets in Galarian. Uh, the moon sets, and the sun rises, and you hear a, a rooster out in the distance, uh, proclaiming, morning has come. <laughs> and, uh, Morning has come! <laughs> morning has come! Hear ye, hear ye! Morning has come! Hear ye, hear ye, we're all gonna die! <laughs> I knew as that sentence was coming out of my mouth, y'all gonna try to twist it some way. I thought you were just gonna make rooster sounds. But, um, this is better. <laughs> Oh my god. This is the kind of shit I wish I can give y'all curses for. <laughs> um, you realize that as the DM, you can give us curses at any point, right? Um, so, like I said, morning has arrived. Um, y'all each have taken a good amount of rest. And uh, <clears throat> all of y'all wake up. And Asad, you wake up with your head attached to your body. Hell yeah, like every other morning. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to do a sense motive to see if Anya can sense the uh, tension between those two. Uh, nope. Thing is, there would be obvious tension. Is she going to mistake it for sexual tension is the thing? No. Uh, there is no tension whatsoever. Oh, okay. okay. Unless they want their, unless they want, want it to be tension. but So unless I they think... RP it. <laughs> Permanently stuck at 69 health points, though, I think I'm full of sexual tension. Uh, no. Um... Oh, my. <laughs> okay, all of y'all have added your uh, HP for resting? Absolutely. Yep. And okay. I'm drinking a potion of Cure Light. Oh, nice. Sweet. I'm making my, potion. um, I'm making my potions during my rest, by I the do way. Wanna, I do want to point out that I do want to ask Nestle a quick question when the morning starts. Just in case you have somebody ambushing us. It was Nestle. Oh, wait, what? Nestle right. <laughs> set up an ambush attack outside. <laughs> she's also chill. going to hand a cure moderate to Assad. Cool. And two cure light to Nestle. Okay. Along with handing a true strike to Assad. Here, this will make it easier for you to hit people. I like this. How, what um that's the what plus twenty to my next attack when I use yeah. it? Yeah. Yep. Alright. Uh, David, did you have anything planned for the morning before I ask Nestle any questions? Uh, nope. I have, I have nothing planned for this game. I'm just going out of whim. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now you're um, free. 
again. I don't mind losing control for a minute. All right, give me a sec. I need to. Right, wait, give me a minute. Let me bring up my switch and play some Smash really quick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, uh... So, um, are we just gonna continue trying to find that uh Inquisitor lady? I say yes. We're gonna go do that. But also, I have to tell you guys something really quick. Nestle, I already talked to you a little bit about a little bit about what was going on. Um. So I had a dream last night, not the not the apocalypse dream, but uh, not apocalypse, but not the uh, uh, tower flesh tower dream. Oh, um, that but, was a really weird dream. Yeah, no, this one was a little bit different. I was visited by that lady who we fought earlier today, or last night, yesterday. And in the dream, um, or or uh... Uh, in, he is very adamantly said so that it was a dream, um, because I mean whether or not it was a dream or not really doesn't matter. Um, so he might as well lie. Um, well, no, because if and... it's in your dream, it's just you can. They can just say that's your subconscious telling you this. If it's a real one, then you have more like. Uh, hear me say, out on this. More truth hear, to, hear that, on. to those statements. Yeah, hear hear me out on this. <clears throat> now I know what you what you might be thinking about the dream that I'm going to be saying, and it sounds going to be kind of weird. Um, that you might say, oh, it's just a regular dream, but it's one of those, and I look at Nestle, one of those dreams that feels really real. You know the ones. Um, no, now, now I got my way around saying it. <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> what I then, why is automatically Nestle? with is, no, not really. Uh, I, I was talking to Nestle, but that's, look, me and Nestle, we have, we, we've experienced these kinds of dreams. Um, so the lady that we fought, she appeared and she made me an offer told me that I could go home to my family or I could stay here and die. Now, here's what I think would work. Here, in the dream also, she said that I had until morning to, t- to give her an answer. So I feel like she's going to be stopping by sometime today trying to ambush us. What I, my proposition is... Anya automatically is, walks to any mirror in the room and smashes it. There's only my one. proposition the door. is... Ah, it's <clears> smashed now. I, I, I know that it would be weird to retcon it, but I feel like that thing should have been destroyed as soon as she went in. Um, anyways. Um, and here's what I'm thinking. She might be stopping by sometime later today to try to, to try to basically ask me up on my offer. And she'll probably bring some scum in to try to take out the two of y'all. But if I say that I'm going to go, it might catch her off guard, so we can probably sneak attack her, I want to say. I don't know if that sounds like a plausible idea to the two of y'all. I don't know. You don't seem like a very good liar, honestly, Asad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank I you. Go over, I go over to uh, Anya and I whisper, He is it. <laughs> very loudly. What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he isn't. On your giggles. Oh, haha, very funny. I'm just saying, like, if she's gonna come by, like, if she's gonna try to, if she's gonna wanna find out what her offer is, what, how I'm gonna pop up on the offer, I feel like catching her off guard might be the best situation there. And if you, uh, you two are smart, uh, if y'all could just use your brains and pretend to be con- surprised, then, you know, that might help out. Ah. Exactly. I don't like that. We can probably do that a little bit better, but uh, we don't really have time to practice, so... I can't say that I'm a very good liar, either. 
It's fine, just don't say anything. Lies of omission also lies, I guess. Okay, so just keep throwing bombs at her, got it. No, no! When she, when she has her guard down, yes. Um, I pick up the bottles, that's what I'm doing this morning. Oh, Anya's picking them up too, because they're hers. Well, I huh? put them up, so... Alright, hold on. I can make the tattoo potion now. Yeah, so... I'm gonna... What the fuck? <laughs> I, I'm a... Tattoo potions. Shield potions. What's next? What does the tattoo potion do exactly? I can make it... Basically turns a potion into a tattoo. Permanently. And can use as a swift yeah. action. And, until it... I mean, once I use it, the tattoo, it's gone, but... Mm, okay. But it turns up... Like, if, if I can pretty much make it a... a it's permanently on me until I use it, essentially. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we have to tell us what spell you're doing, or do you want to keep that a surprise? Well, I'm drinking the potion. I drink the tattoo potion. And then, I drink the, and then I drink the cure moderate. Ah, so you're turning cure moderate into a tattoo. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> my dumbass didn't know how this worked. I thought you drank the potion, and then you choose what spell you wanted. That's cool. It's more of you put the potion into the ink of a tattoo normally. Yeah. But in the case of extracts, it more of just takes the potion and forms a tattoo. Yeah, I put it on my uh, right wrist. I mean, right... What is that called? Palm? The other side. Uh, forearm. <clears throat> the sure, other we'll side of your that. palm? No, well, on the other side of your palm is the you back, the of, back your of your hand. hand. Yeah, back of my hand. There you go. Well, I thought there was more like a specific term for it. There probably Other than is. Back of the hand. Um, okay. Uh, by the way, that the, the t tattoo forms, and it's a little plus sign, like the the, like the medical plus sign on there. That's what you got. And it's, it's called it's, it's called the palmar side. No, that's the wait. No, the that's side the front side. That's, that's the dorsal side. Dorsal side. Okay, I found it. I didn't read it, all of it, that's why. Uh, so you're saying that um, that Nestle has a caduceus on his on the back of his pan? Uh, you damn well know I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's, the, it's the winged staff with the snakes circling it. Uh, mine was more like, you know, there, there's, there's some, uh, in, in video games, they have med kits, but they have, like, old plus signs on them. Oh, That's what I, I was thinking, you. but I'm okay using that. I actually zoned out when you said your thing, and I thought you were talking about Caduceus. Caduceus. I'm done with that. Yeah, you have one of those on your hand. Okay. It's a picture of a staff with two snakes making out. I thought they were facing the other way. I thought they were facing each other. Actually, I don't want to make. This is gonna be part of your. Oh no, they're booping. It's more like a doot doot. Okay, so, yeah, I mean, so up to y'all, whatever y'all want to do. All right, I'm like. You guys are the drivers. I am the engine. I guess you are the car. You guys are the driver. I'm the. I'm the landscape. So wherever you drive, I tell. Well, no, I'm the landscape, because I'm the one that changes things around. <laughs> the, the the Pathfinder adventure paths are the landscape, because they they're already there. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, I am going to vote on this, a peti my petition for this. Um, 
So, have we been upstairs yet? Nope. I think that we should find somewhere that can give us any information on Omir. Maybe they have her locked up somewhere. Uh, maybe they've killed her. I hope it's not that. But, I mean, we haven't looked upstairs yet. So. Alright, uh, and upstairs is where Silver Lady came from. I think she came from another dimension. Alright, well, so. When she came to attack us. Early. We're breaking every mirror in this place, right? Absolutely. Indiscriminately. Yeah. I'm gonna, uh, Here, jokes on y'all. All the second floor is made <clears throat> of mirrors. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I knew you shouldn't have watched Far From Home before coming in here. <laughs> Man, I didn't know that we would go to a mirror house. Alright, so I'm gonna start going upstairs and I'm gonna stop me then. Die, 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 die. <laughs> No, no, do not invoke, <laughs> do not invoke Death's name. You know what would be really funny? Like Wait, hold on. I'm like, what if I disguise myself as her? That'd be pretty funny. Mm. Okay, well, whatever. Let's go. <laughs> as, you get, uh, as you get to the top of the staircase, uh, you do reach a door. The door is locked. Huh. Hey, let's go the other way. <laughs> The door is locked. We have we can unlock the door. Oh my god. Fine. Rolling. Twelve. Rolling, rolling, rolling. That is a no on the twelve. Oh, let's see if that hairpin dies. Don't worry, I got these forks. The fuck? Does my hairpin break? Uh I don't know which roll. Forty-five. Uh yes. Okay. I swear I'm going through more hairpins doing this than I am losing them. Ah, your turn, Nestle. Alright. Take out one of my forks, and I'm just like, haha, fork. <laughs> I'm oh, gonna fork this. Forked up. <laughs> I'm gonna fork this, this place up. Alright, so. Here we go. 16. That is a noob. Alright. Now, let's go to a different door. I take out my punching dagger. Alright, it doesn't break. Does an 18 do it? You're just hitting the door now. No, 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 no. <laughs> I said I had a punching dagger, and I'm going to jam it into the thing. Uh, 18, no. Ah, fuck. Alright, let's find us a different way. You want to you wanna go to, uh, you know, that door that we saw earlier? Yeah, I'm, um, like, walking back. I really should- we shouldn't have sold those crowbars, guys. What crow- oh. Oh, um, Anya is now going to check the, uh various chests that were in these two rooms? Uh, yeah, I already did. Oh, okay. Alright, I'm going to go and see what's in this room. Hey, do I other have than a staircase. Yeah, other than a staircase. <coughs> uh, hey, wait. Shit, I lost ya. Where were ya? We're, we're in the other room. We're okay, over by where we were first attacked. Yeah. Not, okay. So Look for the dead scum. Look to see what's around. Okay, I gotcha. I got a 28 on my perception. Nestle got a 20. Oh, we were moved. Yep, yeah, moving your back. You always do this shit to us. Well, I move so fast. That don't give me a minute. <laughs> Nestle. As yeah. soon as you open the door, you see So Sliver Paget sitting at the bench. And, uh, she waves hello to you. I blink my eyes. And then I try to walk back, but then I bump into Anya, so I'm just like, uh. 
Anya peeks around the door. And you see Slow Sliver Paguette there. And she waves hi to you, too. Blink. Blink. <laughs> Back around. Wait, and what? She, uh, she gestures to us like, Oh, no, please. Come out. Sense motive. It's gonna fucking kill you! <laughs> <laughs> I got a 12. I got an 8. Everything is I fine. I think she wants to have breakfast with us. <laughs> uh, for breakfast. Uh, not that serious, no. But, uh... <clears throat> you don't feel like she... Uh... You don't feel like she has any ill attempt with her uh, manner of speaking and the way she said it. It's like, oh no, please, please, come out. Uh, you are, I, here. And she puts her, she has two short swords and she just lays them on, on the side of her. And she puts her arm on, uh, she crosses her arms and she's just leaning back. Uh, you do see that she does have a mirror, uh, Sitting right on the floor where she's where she's uh, standing, she has her, one of her foots on it, mm. and um, she says, "Please, please, I, I've been waiting here for a few minutes. I, I, I think one of you know why. So please, please, come out, come out." I stare at Assad. Know why? I just kind of get to about here. So uh, you mentioned. Uh, bringing a god into the prime material plane. I, I don't think Asa told you that. No, she mentioned this before she uh, ran aw ran away from us. Didn't that's she? when she was. No, no that's when she, she was, was talking, talking to, to Asad. Oh. And well, plus I Anya didn't... has no idea what she is, so. That's true. No, they told you she's a so so sliver. Mm. So, I have a bit of a weird question for you. Why are you in our plane? That question needs no answering. I'm just curious. But, you know, not the old saying about curiosity. And you know the last half of the saying about satisfaction. And she... She doesn't have a face, but, you know, she is... She kind of She's like, glaring at me. <laughs> not not glaring, but... She gives you, like, a, you a sense, like, a smirk or something. Um, she says, um... Plus, that information isn't, isn't useful. We don't need it. Uh, especially if a choice has 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 been made, and uh, I'm really excited about this uh, this choice. Um, so, and she points out to the doors, arms, uh, arms out. It's like, and I hope the right choice has been made. And he kind of looks at the other two. Okay, what the hell is she talking about? Ah, uh, I was I don't really want to look I have been thinking about this and I realized that um, I took five a five foot step forward okay um, kind of you know eyeing the door and I have made a decision and I want to do what I believe is right and what I think is best. And um, I'm what I'm gonna do is I'm going to choose to, um, and I'm gonna take another five foot step. And it is in threatening territory. I understand that. So okay. I don't I, 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 motive. Wait, I'm just like, how dare you? And I I shove Assad. 
Wait. Shove me. I shove a sword. Wait, I, I want, I want a sword oh, okay. to oh, okay. resolve this really quick. Okay. Sense motive. 14? Uh, no, you do a bluff. Oh, bluff. Uh, me bluff. Me bluff. One! Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, she uncrosses her arms and reaches for her short sword. But she's still standing. But, um, she does have them on on her hands. Did and she like, call for Anya's bluff of being confused? Um, I'm gonna say yes, because she's not 100% paying attention to you. So, uh, she, okay, so you say that, uh, and you take a, a foot, then you take five foot step up, and, again, she, she grabs, or she reaches for her long, her short swords, two in her hand, and she sits up a bit more straight and goes, Asad, Asad, please, please, I can hear you from where you're at. Don't have to, you don't have to come up any closer. And, so, and um... Then she she yells something out in a weird language, and the doors open up. While uh, one next, though both that are next to Anya and Nestle, the one that's from the courtyard, and the one across from here, and you see scums appear. Oh, Anya's gonna go ahead and drink that uh, fox's uh, cunning. <laughs> okay, uh, if you take any action, she will retaliate. I will tell you right now. So if you want to drink that potion, then she will retaliate. Right now, okay, she's not well, giving you any sign that, case, that she's going to retaliate. In that case, Anya's automatically going to be on the defensive and have her hand in her bag. Okay. With a close eye on the scum. And, I mean, she sees you do this, and she goes, like, no, 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 please, don't worry. Everything is going to be okay. And say, And she turns to somewhat look at Assad, it goes, right, Assad? Everything's gonna be okay. Yeah, I'm no. doing a sense motive. <laughs> 14. <laughs> I mean, you truly do believe she's being honest with you. She's not trying to, she's not, you don't feel she's trying to be tricksy or anything like that. She is being as straightforward as one can be. Alright. I'm just like, Assad, how could you? Oh, oh, what do you mean? How, how could I want? I make I, a look, deal with her? No, no, it's just I look. She told me that I could, I could go back home, and I mean, it's it's honestly everything that I want, you know, Nestle. And I, I'm sorry if I if I have to leave you guys behind, but I know that you guys are in ter in a terrible conflict at the moment. But like, I I have to do this. I don't know if we can. That would be another buff, bluff check. Okay. I'll get a good one one of these days. That's an eight. Wow! Okay. Okay. I'll let Anya and Blue aid. So, y'all can roll bluff checks as well. And if you get, I think... Oh, God. What is it? If you get high enough roll, you can add plus two to that roll. Oh. Oh. As for actions that are going to be done to enhance said bluff check, Anya's basically, you little fucker. How could you? Is I... getting And is starting to pull something out of her bag. Her eyes are directly on Assad as she does this. 17! Nice. Okay, so that's right. plus T to 
the bluff. That's a 10 right. so far. Uh, I am pushing Assad's leg. I'm just like, how, how could you do this to us, huh? How could you let down all of us? <laughs> all right, let me let me make a, that bluff check. Oh, it's 17 with, a, with, what, a zero charisma? Holy shit, I love okay. you guys. So that's another plus two. That's 12. Okay. She turns to Anya and tells her, Sweetie, put that, put that explosive down. It's not the explosive that she's pulling out. I think you said you're putting out a bomb. No, no she said she had her hand she's in pulling her. something out. Oh, what okay. it is hasn't been said yet. Okay. Well, then she she tells you to put your hand out of your bag. You know you're not going to use whatever you are going to pull out against Assad. And Damn, uh, and I thought I had it that time. <laughs> I told well, you I'm horrible at lying. <laughs> um, and she goes like, I, I am enjoying this, this whole acting show you're putting on for me, but I... I'm a little bit confused because if you're going through all this trouble of doing so, I'm guessing you, you're choosing to make the wrong choice. It's a matter of perspective, really. Well, in my perspective, it's the wrong choice. Fair enough. <laughs> I saw it. I really want you to think this through. And I'm not just giving you the opportunity. It's just you're the one I saw. When I came and visit you. But look, I'll give I give this to all three of y'all. There's the door. And again, she gestures out, and you see the sun is finally past the horizon. And it is a beautiful day outside. And she goes like Out there awaits your future. Assad, your family blew your Whatever you have. Uh-huh. Anya, I don't know you. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure there's something out there for you. Why die in a disgusting, gloomy place like this when you can live so many days out there? And she looks at Assad. Right? So many days? Unlike other people who have not lived those days. And she looks again at Assad. Right? Those people whose lives were cut short due to irresponsible actions. But I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm I'm losing my my train of thought here. But I am waiting for your answer. And you know what? I don't want to hear anything else out of you other than an answer. And she finally steps up. So Assad? Nestle, Anya, are we making the right choice? I uh, look at Nestle and Anya. Anya's just kind of, I'm ready when you guys are. But not out loud. Okay. I look at Blue and I You're nod ready. my head. You know what? Fine. I got, I got to this place. And I just follow Blue. Anya, are you coming? I slap a sod. <laughs> Okay, by the way, I'm waiting on you guys. Yeah, I, I'm waiting on the shot to freaking start oh, going I'm on her. Sorry. <laughs> Y'all can't just walk around my character. Like, I know my character's standing there, but, like, I think we're under I the... I walked around him. 
Look, we were trying to we block can, him from going we away. We can operate under the assumption that when we're not in dire danger, like this is dangerous, yes, but like when we when we walk around each other, maneuver around each other, and we're not in initiative, I feel like we can just walk around each other no problem. It'd be what, sleight of hand for me to drink something surreptitiously mm. once I'm outside of the door? Yep. Well, that ain't working. She sees you drink it. You know, I'll just roll for fun. Yep, she sees you drink it. No. Um, hey, David, I'm not green anymore, by the way. Why aren't you green? Because I, turtle power wears off at the beginning of the day. Or 24 hours after I activate. I don't know how that works. Wait, you were green for a reason? I forgot. <laughs> oh. See, the funny thing is, it was actually something that uh, isn't normally a battle thing. Okay, dope. So if she can, like, try to identify it, it's just a vial of Fox's cunning. Well, no, the point is she saw you drink something. She knows you're an alchemist, or you have alchemical substances, so for all she knows, you drank a mutagen or something. Hey, is that juice? <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, David, a mutagen automatically produces very visible effects. Yes, but again, you don't know what she knows about alchemists. True. But she saw me under the effects of mutagen the day before. Hey, Donovan, if adventurers are like the 1% of the 1%, then alchemists are the 1% of the 1% of the 1%. <laughs> yeah, gotta remember, just, uh, alchemists are rare. Character right. knowledge, I mean, human knowledge doesn't affect your characters. The same way you had to explain your transformation to them, not just because we know what it is, doesn't mean everyone else does. Just look at real life. How many scientists do you know? Unless you went to school, probably not a lot. <laughs> Actually, I do know quite a few. I said... <laughs> uh, we get a lot of them as regulars at Waffle House. That sounds about right. <laughs> Wait, what do you get? As regulars? <laughs> scientists? Oh, damn it. Now Russians are going to go work in, at uh, Waffle, Waffle Houses. House. Hey, um, are we out... Uh, we're outside of the building. Are we still within earshot of this lady? Um, 30 feet? No. Um, here, hold on, I, like, carefully, like, kind of, like, can she still see us, though? Yeah. I'm gonna kind of, like, walk back, and this is absolutely not in a, uh, aggressive way, so I don't know how you're gonna react to that, at least. Um, I walk up right inside where I, uh, she can hear me. Hey, quick question, if you're gonna just let us go like that, where are our families? <laughs> Um, I, I don't know. I told you. I Wait, don't... hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, your whole offer, this whole thing is based on letting us just leave? That Wait, hold on, I don't actually get this one, actually. So, your offer was to go get us back home. You're not going to, like, let us, like, into your mirror or something? Like, travel us somewhere else? Or is that not what your plan was? My offer was to give you the choice of life. Not to get you to any certain destination. Not to get you to some weird plane of existence that you want to go to. Not to give you the names of your families, where to find them, uh, pinpoint on a map. My offer to you was to have a chance to go find that family being alive well i can't say that you weren't nice about it so well i guess that's a thank you from us 
guys. Okay, out of character, are we attacking this check or not? Yes, I... out of character. Okay. Like, I really want to attack her, I'm sorry. I really want to attack her too, but I'm... But right now, I'm just like... You have juice! We're waiting on your signal, dude! We have juice, and you won't give me any? And I just ri uh, ring on, uh, on ya. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna say that I did I did walk up to here. I was just getting ready mm -hmm. for some research later. Alright, let, 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 give, give me some of that research. <laughs> <laughs> the way I get ready for research would make you puke, huh? Oh, God. You know what? Um, I am going to pull out my spear, and I'm going to look at uh, look at them, and I look at Blue, and I go, I think we made our choice. And the answer is yes. Our right choice, not yours. Yes. As I drink my potion. Extract. <laughs> 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 oh, God. I drink my extract with sleight of hand. Well, yeah, as soon as you reach for your spear, all the other, th all the other four scums reach out for their tritons. And she is, again, just standing there. And she goes like, oh, So close you were, Assad. See, many people will suffer because of your choice today. I, I hope you can live with that. <laughs> In reality, you're not. But... Anya giggles at this. You... I, w I want you to know this now, Assad. Okay, uh, this goes for all three of y'all. Actually, I want you to understand this. Everyone has a choice they can make, so you don't have to follow him if you don't want to. But by the actions you have taken, I can see that you are willing to follow him. And. The thing is, choices have consequences. You think your lives are the only ones that are going to end today. They're not. I will find and track down every member of your family. And make sure they suffer a more horrific death. Of course, for one of you, that's already been done. Nestle, you want to hear a secret? Yes, the Okay, secret. you know what? You know what? During this, I've got... T during this speech she's giving, I've got time to. I'm going to go ahead and drink my shield. Um, okay, when they, like, these sort of actions are going, just hold them off. Um, but, okay, at, towards the end of this conversation, you can drink your shield potion. Because uh, I don't want you to be like, oh, I'm going to chug all this stuff down. Because in reality, you would not be able to do that. If she saw you do all of this, she would just end her conversation and start attacking you. Ah. So... Um, so yeah, that's why I'm saying, just because you, ha you have that free time, doesn't mean you actually do. If she sees you do all these actions, she's not stupid. She's going to stop talking and goes like, you know what? This is a waste. I'll just kill you now. But she's going to say, Nestle, do you wish to hear a secret? And I take a five step forward. A five foot step forward. I have a secret for you. Someone from... I love you, Nestle. I have always had... <laughs> Yes, I'm your mother. <laughs> Come to me, my boy. <laughs> Mama. <laughs> she tells you. Nussel, your friend here, your good friend, Asad, he's done horrible things. 
that he himself doesn't remember and you yourself never knew. I was charged to go ahead and get rid of a body. I think his name was Hershey. Once I arrived at the scene, I saw something gruesome. A man who... I mean, beaten is not even the right word to use. He was eviscerated. And I was told it was done by a good, loyal boy named Assad. He had a little bit of help with another guy. I think his name was Karagor. And then both of them together, they, they ripped him apart. I kind of felt sick a little bit, to tell you the truth. And I can stand a lot. But, I mean, you should have been there. He didn't even have a weapon on him, Nestle. Not one weapon. And you think this man is your friend? You're willing to die for him? At least he has a face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Processed that really well! <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm... I am stunned. I guess you are as cold-hearted as... As your friend here, Nestle... I mean, as your friend here, Assad, and... I think you're more cold-hearted than that Karagor guy. Actually, I'm pretty sure Karagor was to blame for that. From what these guys have told me. You say with your mouth still gurgling from the shield potion you just drink? <laughs> <laughs> and she takes a step onto the mirror, and she goes like... Well, last time I checked, Karagor carried a scythe. Only one of you uses your fist. And he goes, and he looks to Asad, he goes like, Do what you wish. I've already told you what the outcome would be. And she turns to look at the scum and he's like, And please, don't make a big mess. I had a hard time cleaning up the last one. As she starts morphing into the mirror. Uh, do we not get to probably maybe attack her from that? Um, I mean, if you were five feet closer, yes. I have the spear. Assad has his spear. Oh, okay. If you wish, you can then. Alright, so, um, I want to try to do something a little special here. Hopefully this can work. Um, so I want to take a, um, really quick... Let's see. I want to uh, use a swift action to... Wait, okay, so hold on. What kind of action is an attack of opportunity? This is a standard action, right? No, it's a... Um, it's part of, I think, like, it's... I think it's, like, a immediate action that you get. Ah, okay, I gotcha. So I can do a swift action response, then do another type of action? Um, if you're trying to attack, you can you can choose to do one or the other. Okay. Uh, well, I'm going to try to use the spear, and I'm going to attempt to attack the mirror, and I'm going to attempt to sunder it. Sunder the mirror. Sunder the mirror. So I have to attack, you know, first, so hopefully the attack doesn't fuck up. But I'm attacking the mirror, not her. Uh, well, before you attack, I want to say, I want to ask something. So talking's a free action, so you can go ahead, I guess. So, by the way, there was a lady that was here before. Where is she? I'm sorry, there's been a lot of people here. I am. You mind being a little bit more specific? Okay, what did. Think her name was Accuser Omir? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, don't bother. She's... Don't bother? No. I mean, why answer a question where the answer doesn't really matter, in a sense? You will be dead. So, just waste of time. It's okay. doesn't matter. And as she starts morphing into the mirror. Fuck! Oh shit, that's a nat one. Fuck! Did you just break your Masterwork Spear? It's a Masterwork Spear, I doubt it. But it's still a nat one. Uh, roll... To confirm. Uh, uh, the second one, 16? Uh, okay. So you don't critically failed. But... You just failed. Yeah, you can sense she kind of knew what you were going for. So as soon as you launch your spear, she takes both her short swords and kind of cuts you off with them. And is holding your spear as she's going into the mirror. And she goes like, Asad, I just finished telling you choices have consequences. And she let goes as, as of your spear as she finished morphine into the mirror. And the last thing she tells you, maybe I'll pay Kel a visit. Oh, and she morphs into the mirror. And guys, you roll for initiative. But we'll continue next time. Hey, look, 12, you can probably roll better than that next time, so. <laughs> yeah. No, next time you ruined it. rolling worse. <laughs> oh, God. You gotta... Dude, you just wasted your initiative roll. You know what? I'll waste mine, too, while we're at it. No, if you waste yours, that means we're set. 15.